And our next guest, he's a first-timer. He's a colleague of our friend Assemblyman Kieran Lawler and Assemblywoman Nicole Maliotakis. He is an Assemblyman from Suffolk County. His name is Anthony Palumbo. And Anthony, he represents the 2nd Assembly District out there in uh, Suffolk County. He's up in Albany. But uh, he's got a he's got an issue, and it's a good one. Anthony, good morning. Assemblyman, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Thanks for having me. How are you? Good, thank you. Could be a lot worse. So, listen, uh, uh, Assemblyman Palumbo, your issue is, uh, well, I'm sure there are several, but one of them is that these uh, volunteer firemen and other volunteers who have lost, they, they contracted COVID, and as a result, they lost the, their regular job. And you want the federal government to do what? Well, to uh, treat them as first responders, um, I think that's certainly an important issue. Um, you know, and, and obviously give them some sort of, um, uh, when they're out of service, to keep them in service for the purposes of their uh, low SAP and other, and other minor benefits that they get. They're not very significant um, necessarily as far as costs, but of course if they lose time and can't respond um, to, and this is done with another colleague of mine who is a, who is a volunteer fireman, and a commissioner in a local fire department. Um, but the bottom line is that uh, we want to make sure that they're taken care of because if they are unable to respond to a scene and score a certain number of points that they need to score every year, <clears throat> excuse me, then uh, they need to be, uh, we need to create some sort of a, of a waiver just for those purposes because, of course, these are considered to an extent, I would say, line-of-duty injuries. Sure. So, you know, I mean, I, I can't imagine that whether it's a city, a state, a federal government would be against what you're talking about. So my question is, has anybody gotten back to you? Has somebody said to you, no way? Well, what, what's, where are you in the process? Sure. Well, we have a proposed bill. We do have a Senate sponsor as well. Um, so we're hoping to get that passed and see what the governor is going to do about it. I mean, the governor is certainly... Uh, seems to be a little more concerned about his daily press conferences and bringing his family <laughs> and, and zooming his brother and bringing and his Matilda. Mama. Don't forget Matilda, of oh, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah mom was on for the Mother's Day yeah. week and lying about the uh, nursing homes. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that, that yeah, and I'm making a 180 degree flip on that issue. Um, but yeah, th- th- those are just something that look. This this is a very interesting time, I think, for sure, for everyone. Um, so we need to kind of think outside the box, you know. And uh, and Kieran and I were discussing the, another issue, you know, regarding. Um, small businesses, recovery funds, how, you know, China's conduct declaring that as a terrorist act would ultimately open up um, almost, you know, several hundred billion dollars for small businesses. So it's certainly um, a different kind of time for sure. I've been in office only, I've been in for seven years. I never ran for office before this, but, uh, you know, I'm a former prosecutor. I'm a lawyer for about 20 years. So, you know, these are the sort of things that we're trying to think of to be different um, to help people out because we are really struggling. And, of course, you guys are listening to you all the time. You know, you're concerned, as I am, too, about not being able to reopen and get back to business. You know, liquor stores are open, and we're able to socially distance there, Walmart, but we can't socially distance on a construction site. I mean, things like that are we're dealing with those constituent concerns every day. It's completely, totally uh, ridiculous. It's stupid. It's counterproductive. Uh, you, if you listen to us, you know how, how we feel Assemblyman Anthony Palumbo from Suffolk County. Assemblyman, uh, listen, first of all, the, the president has said this is worse than Pearl Harbor and uh, 9-11. So as far as being a terror attack, I don't think there's any question. Somebody should declare it such so that these businesses can get some recompense. But let me ask you this question. I want to, do you know anybody, who would fire, a, say, a volunteer fireman? What company would do, do that 
after he contracted coronavirus, volunteering for something noble that he wasn't even getting paid for. Do you want to out a company or somebody like that uh, in particular? No, there's no one specific, uh, specific, specifically that's of concern um, that we'd want to necessarily expose. I just know that that was a concern uh, for many of the volunteers who, you know, as we said, were unable to um, you know, ultimately respond to scenes now, and they may lose their status um, because there's obviously there are certain requirements that they have to meet. So, right. um, you know, it's just something that constituent concerns came about. And uh, my colleague and I kind of hashed that out and figured that would be something that is kind of a no-brainer. It's really a simple thing. Um, no doubt. These folks, particularly out by me, you know, I represent the North Fork of Long Island. I go from about central Suffolk County all the way east. So volunteer fire departments are huge for us out here. Yeah. Those folks keep us safe and life and property safe every day. So, you know, those, yeah. are, those, those are issues that, that we'll... We certainly deal with on a, on a regular basis, and it may not be so much for paid fire departments in the city areas, but out here, you know, there are bread and butter as far as overall safety of our families. You know, Assemblyman Anthony Palumbo out on Long Island, who, by the way, is invited back now, no matter how this interview went, because he listens to us every day. So, I mean, it's going great. Don't get me wrong; you're terrific, Anthony. But you, you, you right there, you nailed it. Hey, I, w- I want to find out about the beaches. <laughs> the summer is coming up now. As far as I know, we haven't closed. The beaches, yet, as far as I know, what, what do you envision is going to happen on the beaches of Long Island this summer? Well, a, a number of the supervisors in Nassau and Suffolk County actually had a conference call last week. Um, they need the concessions, they need the revenue, they need the bodies out here, particularly, as I said, I'm on the East End. So our local businesses really count on the influx of people in the summertime to get through a long winter. Um, you know, it's real slow out here until springtime comes, and then ultimately everyone can kind of recover and catch their breath. So there needs to be a happy medium. Um, and that's the sort of thing that really, I think, upsets everyone, um, including myself and you guys, is that, uh, you know, the governor is exerting this control like we're children, that we can socially distance on a beach. It can be done. Why do you think he's doing that? Look, from, what I, from my few years experience with him he loves the attention mm-hmm. i don't yeah. think he can help himself really mm-hmm. and you know that this nursing home issue was is a perfect example i mean over the weekend now he says i didn't like the policy of having to readmit um positive patients anyway and what are you talking about we've been kicking and screaming about that saying this is an outrageous thing what are you doing and now all of a sudden he reverses on it because i think the political winds have blown in the wrong direction for him um and that's just really it, that I don't really understand why we can't have local control. Less government is more, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, continuing to, to put the pressure on almost 20 million people in the state of New York and to, and to treat us like children. And as I said before, liquor stores are open, Walmart's open. Why can't we socially distance at other small businesses and be smart about it um, just so they can get back to work? We can't continue to just write checks from the federal government. Eventually, that money becomes useless. Absolutely. It's printing money. So. No, you're right about that. And to add insult to injury on the nursing home thing, he actually has his mother on on Mother's Day when so many people's mothers have died because directly because of his policies. But that aside, Assemblyman Palumbo from Suffolk County, uh, they, they talk about, we, we don't have money, we have no money. They, do they not understand that the way to get revenue is to reopen the economy? I mean, I mean that, that's, that's, that's essentially it. And if they don't, isn't there, it, it's not constitutional. I mean, they can do this stuff in the short term, but in the long term, I believe it's unconstitutional. Is there not a way for somebody like you and uh, Assemblyman Lawler to get together and sue the governor to reopen? 
I, I think that's something that we certainly will contemplate. Um, Karen's a lawyer, a lawyer as well. Um, but, you know, coupling that with the fact that, uh, you know, this, that we, and I voted no, as did Kieran, recently gave the governor even more power in legislation this year during our, our short session, um, allowing him to, by executive order, do just about anything. Um, that's got to stop. We, we, we argued over it, and we were upset about it, and railed against it when it was being passed. And the, unfortunately, we have one-party rule in New York right now, so the Democratic majority thought this was a good idea for the safety of the community, and now they're seeing that uh, you know, it, it's being exerted with, with absolutely no control whatsoever or oversight by the, the legislature in general. So we actually just called this week as well, my conference, um, which includes Nicole and Kieran, um, that we wanted to, to repeal that ability of the governor to do whatever he wants by executive order. He can suspend or, or, or control or basically legislate by executive order now during an, a pandemic or during an, an emergency health crisis. So we need to now that the numbers are flattening, I think we should no longer either, one, um, pull some of that control from him, or two, declare this state of emergency, so to speak, um, now gone and over, and that let us get back to the regular legislative process when it comes to doing these things with, uh, with, with our statutes and with our, our overall public health, because um, there's just tremendous power in his hands right now. And unfortunately, I think we're going to have an uprising quite soon because he's just wielding it uh, with absolutely no oversight. Anthony Palumbo, Assemblyman Anthony Palumbo, that's a terrific job, pal. Good luck in what you're trying to accomplish. We happen to agree with you. Those folks uh, should be uh, given something. Obviously, they put their careers and lives on the line. So thank you for listening every day. Thanks for hopping on. We'll get you back again soon, buddy. Terrific job. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. You gentlemen, be well. Have a good week. All right, Tony. Take care. Thank you very much.